0: Forever! Dog!
1: Shalom, everybody! It's God here. Shalom, of course, means peace and hello and goodbye. In the Hebrew version of the Beatles' hello, goodbye, the lyric is, I don't know why you say shalom, I say shalom. Nevertheless, This is GodCast. I'm God, and I'm joined, as always, by my sidekick, the lovely and talented Joan of Arc. Hello, Joan.
0: Hello, my lord.
1: Ooh. You sound sick. Laryngitis, or...?
0: No, this is how I talk now. No, it's not. No, yeah, it is. Like... I was watching some TV, and I noticed that women talk like this now, and they sound a lot smarter.
1: No, that's the opposite of the truth. They sound incredibly dumb and vacuous when they talk like that. Men, too. Please don't talk like that.
0: No, because if you go up at the end of your sentences it makes people pay more attention and take you more seriously. So that's what I'm going to do from now on.
1: Joan, I will not have you as my sidekick if you continue to talk like that. That is vocal fry, and the only fry I want from you is the frying of your lower torso from the fire. That's it. So talk like Joan. Talk like the Joan we've all come to know and love.
0: Fine.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Just tell me, just tell me one thing. Does this... Does this make me sound smarter? Listen. E equals MC squared.
1: No. It makes you sound dumb, and it demeans energy, mass, and the speed of light. Okay. Thank you. Our guest today is Brahma, one of the three principal gods of the Trinity. And yes, there is a Trinity. We'll discuss that in Hinduism. Joan, have you ever heard of Hinduism?
0: Mm, Can't say I have.
1: Well, it's fascinating. Hinduism is actually a major religion in which I play no part. What? It's true. But many other gods, too.
0: No! (laughs) No, that's ridiculous.
1: It's true. Hinduism is called a polytheistic religion. It has many gods, and it has over 1.3 billion followers, most of them in India.
0: What? (laughs) This, This is blowing my mind.
1: It's a lot more than me. I only... I have one million followers in India. That's on my Twitter account, at the Tweet of God. I do have a million followers in India, which is impressive until you realize that's still less than one-tenth of the population of the country. Now, I have been trying to break into India's God market for a long time, for thousands of years. It's been very difficult. I have not made many inroads, to be honest with you, even though their current prime minister, Narendra Modi, seems to believe He's me anyway. He even has the same facial hair now that I do on my avatar. He's got the, the hmm. thick gray beard and the mustache. He's a lot better groomed than I am, to be honest with you.
0: Copycat.
1: Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Now, let me make a little plea, if you will, to the people of India. India, I know that you're going through a situation right now that is making many of you question your belief in any kind of higher power. And I will be honest. It's making me question my belief in any kind of higher power. I am not at a great place right now, self-confidence wise. You know, I'm looking at world events and thinking there's a fine line between mysterious ways and total incompetence. And I think I crossed it. I think I crossed it a while ago. But here's my hope. There are people all over the world living in traditionally monotheistic regions that, for reasons of efficiency or cost-cutting or perhaps a complete absence of faith, now believe in zero gods. So they've gone from believing in one god to zero gods. Mono to A. So if that's the trend, India. My hope is that in places like India, where people believe in many gods polytheistically, that reduction will mean that they go from many gods, poly, to one, mono. And when you want mono, I am your mono, okay? If and when the day comes that you are ready to accept me, India, as your god, I am waiting with open arms and unconditional love, provided you follow a few conditions. So I'm pleading with you, good people of India, Please believe in me. If you can't believe in me or won't believe in me, at least follow me on Twitter at the Tweet of God. And if you can't or won't follow me at the Tweet of God, at least please buy some of the merch associated with the account. There's a helpful link on the homepage. We have t shirts, we have mugs. They're very good, they're very funny. There's hilarious quips on the sides of each of them that will amaze and wow your friends. So please, please visit the page.
0: And they should also uh, follow the three commandments of podcasting, which are uh, to subscribe, rate, and review this Godcast. It just seems like an opportunity to ask them to do that. So,
1: No, that's very – you're absolutely right. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. See, now, just just to show you something, say the same thing, Joan, but say it with the vocal fry.
0: You should – Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Good, right?
1: Let's do Prayer of the Week. Okay.
0: I mean, okay. Prayer of the Week!
1: Now, as always, the best way to leave a prayer that I may answer is to leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But for some reason, this week, we got an awful lot of prayers on Twitter so Joan has been winnowing through them.
0: Uh, yeah, there's, um, uh, well, there's a lot about, we you know, wanting the lottery numbers, as usual. Yeah, um, a no. A lot, a lot for world peace.
1: Why, who prays that? I don't, after 5,000 years of there not being world peace, why do you think that your prayer for world peace is going to make me change my mind? That's just egocentric and narcissistic on your part. So stop praying for world peace, ain't gonna happen. Next.
0: Okay, uh, this one says, just a stranger wanting to save his mother, pray for his mother's health maybe, it says. Um,
1: Okay, well, uh, noted. What can I tell you, noted.
0: Uh, This person wants the two bad discs in his back to be numbed so they can go back to work helping people again.
1: Um, No, next.
0: There are a lot about Trump. There are a lot of that actually say, can you can I use my prayer for someone else, which is just so, so, so nice.
1: It's stupid. Prayer. Why would you waste your prayer for somebody? There's a
0: lot about uh, world hunger.
1: Blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. I would pray that the people of the world be spared from war, hunger and cruelty. Everyone, no exceptions.
1: Who prays this shit? I I just don't. Oh,
0: here's one. I would like my Crohn's and other stomach issues to go away. Crohn's disease is pretty, you know. I know
1: who's praying that. And the good news is they are going to go away. The bad news is it's not because I'm going to answer the prayer. It's just going to go away naturally. It happens sometimes.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, This person wants you to go get therapy.
1: Wants me to go get therapy.
0: Mm. -hmm. From whom? I don't I don't know. This is just what they write. There's just so many here.
1: Do they mean Dr. Freud? Because I do see Freud from time to time up where I live, and all he's on about is is, you know, penises. That's he's still completely hung up on penises. Every cloud that passes through heaven. Oh, that's a penis, you know. Even the harps he sees as penis. Harps aren't even close to being penis shaped, but whatever. What else?
0: Oh, here's one I hate. Here's one I really hate. I would ask for one more prayer. Clever, hey? Ugh, I hate those.
1: Yeah, he's going to hell now. Like I, He's going to hell. What else we got?
0: A lot about sports. Like, hey, can the Mets win in 2021?
1: This is a good time for me to make the same blanket statement about sports that I always do. I never influence the outcome of a sporting event to determine the winner. I only, on rare occasions, affect the outcome of a sporting event to determine the who covers the spread. That's it.
0: I found one I think you'll like. This okay. is from at uh, Fletcher 530 uh, Could you make restaurants stop undercooking fries? I hate them soggy.
1: Uh, You know what? Yes. That prayer is answered. From now on, there will never be a single soggy fry on planet Earth. So there you go. Prayer answered. And that was Prayer of the Week. Prayer of the Week. Coming up next, my interview with Brahma, who is a god just like me. Isn't that cute? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kanain come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Mdu Mokhtar. My guest today is one of the three supreme Hindu gods. He is known as the creator, which, whatever. He is also sometimes viewed as a form of the otherwise formless ultimate metaphysical reality, which, you know, good for him. Please welcome to the GodCast, a member of the GodCast, Brahma. Brahma! How are you, buddy?
2: Great. Thank you for asking. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I did not I did get some notes before this, but I was a little unprepared for your mm-hmm. appearance. You, just to set the scene for the listener, you have uh, a red to gold complexion. You have uh, four faces and four arms. Now, I, I'm told- Don't forget the, face- the beard.
2: Don't forget the beard.
1: No, you have four beards. I can't forget the beard. You mm-hmm. have four beards. I, I would imagine that's four times the personal grooming in the morning for you. Mm-hmm. Your hands- uh, One is holding the vidas, one is holding the rosary beads symbolizing time, one is holding the ladle that feeds the sacrificial fire, and one is holding the kamandalu, the water utensil from which emits creation. So Mm -hmm. you, you got a lot going on there.
2: A lot is an understatement. Water is life, and it's the only thing I drink. Uh, you know, ladling uh, life force into the universe every day.
1: You've declined the chair, and instead you are sitting on a giant lotus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's quite comfortable. You should try it sometime. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Thanks. I'm so excited to have you here, Brahma, because your religion, Hinduism, mm-hmm. fascinates me. Just Just fascinates me. 1.25 billion followers, an enormous uh, religion, and so many people there on the Indian subcontinent and, and Nepal and Bali and Mauritius and expats all over the world are, believe in you and your, and your cohorts. And I'm just fascinated by this because I have been trying to break into the Indian god market for, for some time. Uh, it's a rich untapped market for me to, to get into and maybe try to monetize. And I'm finding it hard because people there seem to really dig what you and your Hindu Pantheon brethren have going on.
2: Well, let me, uh, start by saying shout out to, uh, the other place full of Hindus, Edison, New Jersey, um, which you did not, uh, mention, but no marks on you there. Um, and, uh, second, you say there's 1.25 billion hindus um, yes
1: that's what i was yeah. told
2: we're all hindu everyone uh, underneath my purview is hindu you included so 1.25 that's that's a small number
1: okay okay you're going to have to slow down there cowboy how how is it how am i a hindu
2: everything in the universe all life all inanimate life is a mere Morsel of of me. Oh, uh, here we
1: here we go. Here we go.
2: And uh, uh, no, I mean, I can hear I can hear the antagonism in your voice. No need to get angry.
1: No, uh, no, no. I'm not. No. Uh, uh,
2: that's how we're all Hindu, uh, whether you know it or not. Uh, at some point, you will learn, uh, whether in this incarnation or or the next, that uh, we're all Hindu, and that we're all ultimately going towards realizing the truth and the reality, which is we're all Brahma. You'll will, you will come to realize that at some point as well.
1: Okay, well that's uh, groovy. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. That's really, really groovy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, I, I did a little research about your religion before. Obviously I'm God and I know everything, but I often choose to not know things just because I just can't deal with them. But I did have my angel interns do some research on you and your faith before this interview. And I learned that you, like me, are actually part of a trinity, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. You are the three gods of what you call your Trimurti. And obviously, I'm part of a trinity. And I read a description of, of uh, your trinity from one of your texts, the Vayu Purana. says, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva exist through each other and uphold each other. They are parts of one another. They subsist through one another. They are not for a moment separated. They never abandon one another i dig that man like i get that i totally get that that's that's where me and my posse come from too
2: Uh huh. i mean uh yeah i mean so uh, one day uh, uh vishnu was chilling sleeping dreaming of a, a creation he dreamt me up and i floated around on, on a lotus flower this is how i've always been four heads a white beard holding the vedas which is the the words of truth of how the world was created. And I decided to uh, create everything you see before you. So the Vedas are like
1: the Bible of Hinduism.
2: No, the Bible are the Vedas of Christianity. The the Vedas are the Vedas. However you want to frame it, uh, feel free. Uh, I don't think so. The Bible is about 3,000 years old. Well, the Vedas were written 4,500 years ago by by something I created, but the truths within the Vedas are as old as the universe.
1: Uh, okay, and what what are those truths? And just keep in mind, I'm going to be the final judge of what's true and what's not. But you tell me, what are the ultimate truths of the universe?
2: There's a, two. One, that I am the universe and that the ultimate truth and reality and everything within the universe is Brahma. And Brahma is that. And the other truth of the universe is that the speed of light is always 186,000 meters per second in a vacuum. That's it. Uh, That's all you need to know.
1: Right. I'm capable of changing either of those things. Watch. Watch this right now. I'm going to make light travel at two meters a second. Check this out. Huh? Impressive. That's pretty cool, right? Like I'm moving and it looks like (laughs) I'm moving so slow, but I'm actually moving at regular speed.
2: It's cute that you think you've done anything, God.
1: How have I not done anything? I just I just screwed with the speed of light. I changed C squared into C to the negative two in front of your eyes.
2: Math, I, I must admit, is not my forte. I'll call Shiva up if you want to start doing numbers. But I'm here to just uh, spew truth. That's it.
1: Well, I'm sorry you don't like numbers because I have another number for you. And that mm-hmm. is 33 crore. Mm-hmm. 33 crore, which means 330 million. That is, according to my research, which I must tell you has been extremely uh, perfunctory. I must
2: must say uh, uh, that the fact that you are doing research and gaining knowledge warms my many hearts because one of the ways to reach me is to pursue knowledge.
1: Just to be fair, just clarify, I transcend time and space and I've known everything forever. So I don't really need to pursue new knowledge, but I just like to keep my mind sharp.
2: No shame in that game.
1: To get back, there are 33, by the way, the first question I have about this is everywhere I go and I read this on, on the internet, it says 33 crore. What is a crore?
2: Uh, uh, What is that? A hundred, a million or a hundred million? 10 million. It's 10 million, right? So even you get confused by
1: this, oh, and then yeah. there's also the unit called a lock, lakh, L-A-K-H, uh-huh.
2: and that's. I think that's
1: ten thousand. That's ten thousand. Yeah. What, why? Why got to Why got like that? Why can't you just do like the thousand is the big one, and then uh, the million is the big one, and then the billion is the big one? I don't. Uh, no one. No one has a separate thing for ten thousand or ten million.
2: We in Hinduism think big. So like uh, an example is uh, a single day in my life lasts 4 million years or whatever it is you want to call it uh, in uh, human time. Use that as a reference point for why things in India are referred to as crore and Locke. We, we are big thinkers, you
1: know. Right. But a long, long time is still much less than eternity, which is where I operate. That's my time scale. Mm-hmm. So you might think 4.32 million years is a long day, but it's, mm-hmm. and it is for a person, you know, for for a person, I suppose it would be. But mm-hmm. for me, it's, it's, it's bupkis. It's, it's bupkis.
2: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you and I are at least on the same page when it comes to us being around forever. But, uh, I think we're on the same page here, Jay. You strike
1: me as the kind of God who likes to maybe smoke a little dew. It seems to me like uh, the vibe I'm getting from you is that you are a God who who enjoys, and I'll use the appropriate word here, the ganja. Is is that correct?
2: I am one to get high on my own supply, as I did create uh, uh, everything living and dead in the universe. Smoking a little weed helps me uh, uh, relax. And I encourage everyone around to do the same because it ultimately helps... Realize me. Uh, The Indians have a tradition for Shiva, where on uh, Shiva's day, they celebrate by drinking bong, which is muddled weed, muddled marijuana. And they drink it and get high and and help uh, themselves get closer and closer to Shiva, which is what everyone should be doing all the time.
1: I can only assume that Shiva's day is April
2: 20th, correct? (laughs) Every day is Shiva day. But sure, if that's what we want to call it in the States, uh, uh, let's call it 420. Uh, You know, it was a a day where I witnessed all of my uh, uh, people who don't even realize that they're Hindu get one step closer to to me, which is beautiful.
1: I was reading the Wikipedia article on Hinduism because that's Mm -hmm. how I found out. All my new information just from reading Wikipedia.
2: You're welcome it, for that, by the way. That was you? Oh, yeah, everything. All knowledge is me. Okay, we're going to. Did I say something wrong?
1: No, not at all, Brahma. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much for creating Wikipedia and all knowledge in the universe. I, the Lord thy God, king of the universe, am so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I'm not being sarcastic. I I really mean that. You're welcome. Anywho, in the Wikipedia article about Hinduism, mm-hmm. this is a quote. It said, Hindus can choose to be polytheistic, pantheistic, panentheistic, pandeistic, henotheistic, monotheistic, monistic, agnostic, atheistic, or humanist. Mm-hmm. de fuck? What kind of religion... Allows that kind of latitude. Uh,
2: The best kind, if we want to rank them. But it just goes back to what I said at the beginning. That everything ever created, every thought, every belief, every tangible and intangible thing, all emanates from me. You could be humanistic, agnostic, you can even deny my existence. Ultimately, you will realize, it's all me, baby. Well, if it's all you, Mm -hmm. baby explain to me the role of your two
1: cohorts shiva and vishnu what did they do uh, you know
2: well it's it's kind of hard to create and uh, maintain balance and then uh, destroy when things need to be broken down and restarted uh, vishnu arises when there's uh, a lack of balance and shiva arises when uh, things need to get restarted you know we kind of balance everything out but you know i could do everything vishnu could do everything shiva could do everything we're all one and the same
1: no, I, I get that. Like I said, I do get the whole Trinity thing. Do you mm-hmm. find it – with with us, what we do is when we disagree, majority wins. So we have a lot of two-to-one votes all the time. Is that how it works for you as well?
2: We've never disagreed on anything. I mean, see, it seems like, uh, Jay, uh, uh, you're
1: – Bravo, Brahma, Shiva, and Vishnu for never disagreeing, for never – can I bring something up?
2: Uh-huh. All all this uh disagreeing you guys have is that uh what's caused all the problems for for your believers? I would say that's what's caused all
1: the opportunities for our believers. Problems are opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, which 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 of the big Asian countries is the one that says the word for a crisis is the same as opportunity? That's China. I'm sorry. That's the that's China the character for crisis is the same as opportunity
2: a buddhist country and don't
1: fucking get me started on buddha don't fucking hey, get hey. me started on buddha i don't Just- i can deal with the hindus i can deal with hindu the pantheon buddhism is going out there that guy is going around preaching having no ego achieving nirvana becoming one with the universe fuck that guy
2: that is that is uh, Buddha was nothing you know the deity that uh, is known as Buddha is nothing but a uh, a prince who left Hinduism and you know he maintains those tenets and also doesn't want to maintain any of the wealth or whatever and so let him do what he wants. Well, I'm sorry he left Hinduism. He should have stayed there. And by the way,
1: I one thing I do admire very much about Hinduism is the caste system. Mm. I really like the way it keeps people in their place. And I'm sorry to hear that apparently it's kind of loosening up uh, in recent decades. And that's a, that's a sad development as far as I'm concerned.
2: Jay, listen, I I know when you're trying to dig at me and uh, I will concede that what some of my followers have done with what they've interpreted within the Vedas is a bit disappointing, but If uh, the caste system is a way for people to maintain and stabilize their faith and understand that everyone is here to do one duty, and in doing of that duty, they will get closer to me, then so be it. It's disappointing, but it is, again, what it is.
1: You know, I'm not closed-minded. I try to reach out to other cultures before I try to convert them by force. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to find out certain things about the faith over which you preside, because it seems Uh so neat. Like you're part of a pantheon, unlike me. And a pantheon just seems like much more fun, more social. Like do you and the other gods ever get together, just kind of hang out, maybe barbecue some
2: jackfruit or something? Oh, all the gods have their own little parties. Uh, my favorite, my favorite party is thrown for Krishna right around September through October. Uh, the people celebrate Diwali, celebrating Arjuna returning home from battle. And it's a great time. It's called Gerba, which is a beautiful festivity that happens. I know a lot of my followers in, uh, in Edison, New Jersey, and Parsippany, New Jersey, would spend a lot of their high school years every weekend going to celebrate, uh, Krishna and they would dance and eat sweets and, and the the teenagers would hit on the other teenagers, real sweaty messes. It's, it's a great time.
1: By the way, I do appreciate your attempt to bolster the listenership of this podcast with your repeated shout outs to Edison, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. That's going to get me a, a huge upswell of listeners thank you so much
2: edison is where uh, my followers have built the most temples in my name but parsippany is where my my truest uh, uh followers uh, reside i just had to i just had to shout those two towns out as uh, i know uh, a lot of people who are close to me there
1: all right moving on mm. i'm going to give you a quote from your religion Uh-oh. and explain to me what this means okay I, I, this is a quote quote Um, end quote.
2: (laughs) That is the music to my ears. That is the universal sound. That is the sound you should be uttering at all times. If you are to reach me, that's a way to get me uh, awake and and near to where you are and and awaken the me within you.
1: So if I don't say that you're sleeping inside of me, is that what you're saying?
2: Oh, no, I'm never sleeping. I don't sleep. I got four heads, man. Uh, that's a way to get closer to me. That's all that is.
1: I, I actually okay. I get this. Like your aum. That's the same as when people pray to me. It's a useless exercise. It doesn't do anything, and you're not listening. But people feel better when they do it. I totally get it now. I totally get it.
2: Why do I get the feeling that uh, you're upset with your followers? Why it useless if they're if they're asking you for help?
1: No, it makes them feel better, and it, no, it keeps them in line. I, I'm not angry with my followers. I don't, oh. I don't respect them, but uh, I'm not okay. angry with them. I'm not angry with them uh, uh, at all. And and when they pray, and I don't listen, and it goes right to the spam box, but I it, that's not the point. The point is they feel better. They feel as if I'm listening, mm-hmm. and they feel as if I'm in personal control of their immediate universe, and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's nice for them kind of lets me off off the hook that's why i get the whole oh, thing it's the same thing i'm i'm projecting i mean i don't know your culture but i'm going to arrogantly presume that i can just project my own beliefs onto your beliefs mm-hmm. and that they'll work and be correct
2: uh, they, they match yeah. closely
1: hey by the way true or false you created yourself in a golden egg known as hira garbha Uh. that's right i did my research (laughs) on this one buddy i heard about you i heard about your sordid past with that golden egg known as hiranya garbha
2: you heard about that huh Uh uh-huh all things are true really all things are true all things are true two plus two could be anything somewhere in the universe all things are true
1: See, I disagree with that. There's only uh, do
2: you believe that anything is possible?
1: I believe that anything is possible, but there almost ever I didn't finish. I believe that anything I think you did. is listen.
2: Oh, I'm listening all the time.
1: Anything is possible, but almost everything is extremely inadvisable. Just because you can do something. Doesn't mean you should. And in almost all cases, you should not.
2: I'm getting a feeling that you're a pretty stern God with your followers.
1: Yes. Well, since oh. you know everything, you must be familiar with my work in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and my work in the Middle Ages and my work in the Renaissance and my work in all ages throughout human history.
2: Yeah. I, I,
1: I'm a tough son of a bitch. I'm vengeful. I'm jealous. I used to deny that I was narcissistic. I'm now at peace with the fact that I'm narcissistic. I've accepted myself, and that's an important part of my growth as a divinity is that I I know who I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I want to find out more about who who
2: you are. Uh, I'm uh, the exact opposite of all those things that you just said.
1: I want to ask you about a book, and I know you're not the star of this book, but I know it's extremely important to Hinduism. You said Mm -hmm. before that... The Vedas were the Bible of Hinduism. But I'm told that a book called the Bhagavad Gita is even more essential to the tenets and principles of Hinduism. And that book is about Krishna, is it not?
2: It is. Krishna, an avatar of Vishnu. Uh, A fantastic, very quick read uh, detailing how Krishna relayed to one of our most devout followers, Arjuna. Arjuna. Uh, the truth of the universe. And in reading that uh, Bhagavad Gita, anyone questioning existence, yourself included, could learn the truth of the universe as well.
1: So I wasn't listening fully, but it sounds like it said uh, it, it, it's based on Avatar, the movie Avatar. <laughs>
2: That's cute, Jay. That's real cute. Uh, it's based on an avatar, uh, Krishna, who is an avatar of Vishnu, a manifestation of Vishnu. Our our great warrior Arjuna is in battle and is overcome by sadness upon seeing many people he knows lined up to kill each other. And being the great warrior and the wise one that he is, laments, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to kill my own brethren? And Krishna, uh, Vishnu in his Krishna form. Uh, being ever wise tells Arjuna that anything you're doing in your duty as a warrior, you're doing in my name. Do it in my name. And in that doing, you will achieve one step closer getting to the ultimate realization, which is yours True. Okay.
1: So, so it sounds like there are fight scenes then, like in Avatar. Oh, yeah. so, so did you like Avatar? I thought that was a really good movie that kind of transcended science fiction.
2: James Cameron's best work outside of Titanic was Avatar. I love that blue. That's the blue hue of the universe. Fantastic.
1: Coming up in part two, I continue to condescend to Brahma. So the Bhagavad Gita, mm-hmm. it was a handbook for so many people over the centuries, including Gandhi. Mm-hmm. And it teaches you to accept the fact that shit happens basically, right? The whole point of the book is that shit happens and it's going to happen whether or not you refuse
2: to do that shit. The whole whole concept behind the Bhagavad Gita is to maintain equanimity uh, when good or bad happens to you, to maintain a a level-headedness because you know the truth that no matter how good things are, no matter how bad things are, you will ultimately come to me, so there's no need to be pleased, and there's no need definitely to be sad or upset about anything. So it's
1: promoting equanimity, acceptance, and calm in life. Om. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is batshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that those values to me are batshit. I believe in war, in good, in evil in the constant waging of war between those two Mm -hmm. and in uh, most of all in judging. I I believe very firmly that people should judge each other Mm -hmm. and that I should judge everybody judging everybody else. And there's a whole hierarchy of judgment that infuses the entire human race with this ecosystem of anxiety, And that's what I'm trying to create. Those are my values. I don't know what you're talking about with this calmness and this equanimity and this personal acceptance.
2: uh, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, Jay, uh, Yeah. off of what you just said. I know now why you're having such a difficult time breaking into the Indian market. Why is that? My believers, were peaceful people. And it's because we maintain this level-headedness. You're not going to attract anybody. I'm sure you've converted a a few people here and there uh, to your system of war and judgment and heaven and hell. All that is for the birds. There's no sense in that. Just got to stay right here, level-headed at all times, beginning and doesn't matter. All coming to me. How could you say level-headed at all times? You have four heads. And they all swivel in the same way. Constantly stroking the beard, man.
1: Holy crap. Look at that. You're right.
2: Holy crap, indeed. That was a good one. That was a good one, Jay.
1: I wasn't even making one. See, <laughs> I, I'm funny. I don't even realize it. Yep. You know, I do have a fair number of followers on my Twitter account from India. Uh, mm-hmm. At the tweet of God, I do have a number of Indian followers. So I've been successful there. Mm-hmm. But I have not been as successful on a on a grand level with the billion plus people of India trying to – Break into the market to get more worshipers and ultimately just to to monetize it in some way through, I don't know, T-shirts,
2: tithings. Have you, have you tried better food?
1: Have I tried better
2: food? I mean, we got the sweets. You know, right. Krishna, Krishna, you know, the Vishnu avatar, Krishna is a, is a, a butter thief. You know why? Because that shit is delicious. Uh, Indian food brings you to God, man.
1: Yes. No. And curry, I know everyone loves curry and I'm told it's delicious. My favorite food was manna, which fell from heaven during the 40 year exodus from Egypt. Mm -hmm. And it kind of tastes like a stale croissant Mm -hmm. that's been slightly moistened. And that is kind of what manna tastes like. A Starbucks special. As a god, I'm not a foodie, I would have to say. Mm -hmm. Indian food is certainly much
2: Better. Yeah, I mean, that, that might be a route for you.
1: I'm hearing a lot about this uh, your uh, your prime minister there, Modi. What's he like? Do, do we like him or not?
2: I'll say this about uh, good old Narendra. He is uh, a, a Hindu who doesn't fully understand what it means to be Hindu.
1: Sounds like he's more of a Hindoot. Oh! Oh, God! Wow.
2: This is a genuine clap. This is a genuine clap. That was...
1: That is exactly why I get the big bucks, and that's how I got my friggin job is because I'm that quick
2: that was that was impressive uh and I applaud I applaud you maintaining your patience to do that then
1: Jesus, make sure you hold that for the clip reel okay Hind, don't <laughs> okay it doesn't even matter where we were, but go ahead, you're talking about his Hindu values. I
2: was talking about Narendra and uh how he's uh I'll I'll speak to him at some point soon uh, uh, about how he's uh, taken what it means to be Hindu and used it against Muslims and uh, uh, anyone else he sees uh, as an enemy. And uh, nothing in Hinduism states that you should hate anyone else or look down upon anybody else. In fact, you should look upon a prince and a pauper in the same exact way. Narendra has seemingly lost his way, as have these uh Hindus for this guy Trump, yeah, uh, but you know I'll deal with them in their next incarnations
1: well again that that whole idea that you say in Hinduism you do not foster hatred against other groups. That's not how I roll either at all. I think it's pretty clear that I'm all about fostering hatred Crusades, hello. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what that's all about is, is, again, the judgment. I'm all about the judgment. The whole world will climax, according to me, in a judgment day. That's mm-hmm. the climax of the world is everybody getting judged. That's how Jay, as you call me, rolls.
2: <laughs> and that's what you're looking forward to, huh? You're just uh, stroking your own ego until that one giant climax happens.
1: Yes, and Judgment Day is going to be awful, but Judgment Night. Or hour,
2: party time.
1: That's going to be party time. Judgment Night is going to be
2: buckets of fun. If you make it to it. I'll look for that invite. I'm already there, man. <laughs> I'm already there. I'm, I'm glad I've had this conversation with you, and now I know uh, uh, where you stand, even though I already knew it. It's good to hear it uh, said out loud. I have a question for you regarding how your followers treat other followers of other religions. You know, uh, my my followers, I a lot of them like putting a, a little Hindu dot, as it's called, on right. their forehead. Sure. A lot of my followers would send their kids to school with these Hindu dots protect to protect them from evil. And uh, the Hindu dot obviously representing the divine eye, the divine eye being the one way to see Brahma, and be reminded of Brahma at all times, I would set, my followers would send their kids to school with this uh, red dot on their forehead, and then children named after you, named after uh, other saints, John Paul Peter would hurt these kids' feelings. and I just want to know uh, why you have instilled in your followers this need to uh, uh, attack my followers.
1: That's a fair point. And I'm sorry to hear that about Hindu children or Hindu adults. Nobody should be attacked, bullied in any way, physically, emotionally abused. That is ridiculous. That is uncharacteristic of a democratic society. All Mm. I ask for of my followers is silent judgment. That's all I want is silent judgment. I don't want any external manifestation of any kind of negative feeling. I don't want anything like that. I want people treated with respect and dignity. All I ask is that deep inside, Mm -hmm. my followers know that they're right and everyone else is wrong. Got it. And thank you for the question because that gives me a chance. It gave me a chance to put that out there definitively. There should never be any kind of violence, or hatred, or anything of that nature towards any other groups,
2: except the Crusades and all the other work you've done.
1: Well, I've uh, I've evolved over the centuries. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've, I've I've changed over the centuries, and I'm it's good to hear. I, I'm not the same God in some ways that I was three thousand years ago, uh, and I, I I'm trying to do better in terms of reining in the violence.
2: See, there it is. There it is, Jay. This is why it goes back to we're all Hindu in some way or another, uh, whether no. we realize it or not. No, 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 you are no, 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 we're no. Good. Hinduism, our central tenet, is reincarnation. Why? Because through every physical manifestation of, of humanity, we incur sin, and our, in our souls, Brahma, I, uh, and pure. But the vessel incurs sin and must cleanse itself of that sin and learn and become better in each iteration as to ultimately realize me. So, uh, Jay, you know, you've, like you said, evolved over the you know last few thousand years. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're changing for the better and that one day you too will realize this is where you belong. Yes, thank you.
1: You brought up something that I've I'm just blown away by. I'm just blown away by it because it's so unusual. You believe in, as you mentioned, reincarnation. The idea that after you pass away, your soul, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I know you are, your soul passes into a new form and comes back to Earth. Is that correct?
2: So uh the ultimate goal uh for my followers and, and for, for everyone in the universe. Is to realize, uh, moksha. Moksha is liberation from the cycle of death and rebirth. Now, Brahma, I am constant as a soul in every living entity. Uh, the vessel that uh, embodies the soul uh, passes, you know, a- a- every hundred years. So whatever the lifespan of a of any person. Uh, but i remain constant now every vessel has to go through a purification process uh, and that could be through uh knowledge seeking of their own duty and seeking of uh, ultimate devotion through me they purify their souls and they come to me and, and hey, that's John. A from for now, everyone. I know. I'm sorry. I'm late. It's still happening. Every he's still, he's manifestation of apparently me, reincarnation. Everyone apparently with a soul. people come back from the dead or something. Learn. It's bullshit. I don't know. And, and realize. Yeah, I'll be that, there again. There's one truth,
1: uh, and that is just order me a salad.
2: Yeah, okay. boy. Thanks. Bye. Uh, everything. Uh, everything all right there?
1: Yeah, but I was. I had to take that. That's Joan of Arc, my uh, my sidekick. Where. Having a a lunch date after this, so I well I, then uh, let
2: me let me reincarnate what I was just saying about reincarnation. Oh, uh, j- just oh. in case you didn't get it, Jesus Christ! So the soul or the Atman lives within all these vessels, and through karma, uh, which is the actions that people have accumulated in all their lives in their previous lives, they're reborn into a higher vessel or lower vessel. And this, I wish I were being reborn right now. Oh, Okay, 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 okay. Look, uh, I'm sure you can read more about this on uh, Wikipedia.
1: No, uh, it's. Fa- I'm sorry. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's just that I know that you're wrong, to me. and I'm that people live once and then they go to heaven or hell. So I, there's only so much of this fairy tale stuff that I can process before, I, you know, I lose interest. I'm sorry. I I, I don't mean you any disrespect. I'm sure. You believe in all these wonderful things you're saying, and I I wish you and your 1.25 billion followers the very best. I I just want to say, again, that there is an alternative for all of you, and it's Christianity or perhaps Islam or, in extreme cases, Judaism. But in any case, it's believing in me.
2: You've made quite the pitch, um, and I wish you the best. Uh, Just know, ultimately, no matter what you decide, all paths lead back to Brahma.
1: I have to say, I cannot get you mad. I, you are—you really have achieved that calm, equanimity. You're talking about it's fucking nuts.
2: It's pretty easy, man. That's just so. Isn't that dull to live like that? It's the most liberating thing you could possibly do. Oh, blah 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 blah.
1: Okay, okay, Brahma, everybody, thanks for coming by. Well, that's Godcast for this week. I want to thank Brahma, the Hindu god, for stopping by. I hope all of you human beings enjoy your non-soggy fries from now on. And uh, anything else, Joan?
0: Yeah, no more soggy fries. Just vocal fries.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I kind of fell into this pattern now. It's I'm really fun, enjoying right? it. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week.
0: Podcast is a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Alex Ramsey, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and David Javerbaum. Original music by Gabe Lopez. Joan of Arc appears courtesy of Tara Sands. For more original podcasts, visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content from this show and others, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And if you haven't already, remember to follow God on Twitter at The Tweet of God. Forever!